Hey, good afternoon, my friends. That went pretty quick. I had four patients this morning, not too shabby, for in the middle of a pandemic. Before I forget, I want to talk about masks. I reached out to a friend trying to get these callers coming into my podcast because I got some really interesting people, smart fuckers that I, I value their input, like to weigh in, like to hear them weigh in on some of these topics. So something that uh, I find very interesting right now is masks. Now, I'm watching the general population, thinking about myself and, uh, and the way I regard other people about the is- issue of masks. It seems like Not only have we been kind of at a loss for, like we're waiting on somebody's permission or an order. Hey, go ahead and order these masks or wear this mask. You have to wear this mask in the workplace. Or it's appropriate to go out on this beautiful 65 degree day if you're going out for a walk or a bike ride or down to the park, most of which are closed, you should wear a mask. Well, this has been a hot topic over the past week or so. What do we do? And I've seen a lot of people, it seems like they have been waiting for, again, permission or some kind of mandate or a specialist, a professional in public health, the President of the United States, somebody to come down and say, listen, you got to wear a mask. It's the right thing to do. Obviously, if you cough or sneeze or even breathe, um, it would be helpful to have a barrier against you know your your nose and mouth so that you don't spread these droplets, which now we've studied and they said, okay, it was three feet and now it was six feet. I, re- I saw an article yesterday that was saying up to 21 feet. These droplets can carry. Think about it. You look at some of these lesser structures like a, a leaf, you know, or pollen. Let's say pollen, something that almost microscopic in size. You ever see what a pollen granule looks like? It looks like a little fuzzball, and that's what heads out and gets uh, stuck in your... That irritates your, your respiratory system. That Things that we're allergic to, these little pollen grains... Think about how far and wide they will flow. They will carry on the wind. Or even the wishies, right? You see a little wishy flowing and and blowing. Or or smoke from a chimney. Or how fast a fart travels across the room. We're talking very, very minute structures. Particles that flow on the wind and in the water and so on and so forth. And when you breathe, and when you sneeze, and when you talk, and when you gasp, and uh, when you burp, how far do these particles go? I just busted a little ass into my the seat of my big fucking Ram 5.7 liter dual exhaust pipe hemispheric engine. I can already smell that. It's called an effusion when you've got a bit of gas or something that comes out of a an aperture. How fast does it spread? Well, I'm talking about gas molecules versus pollen grains versus respiratory droplets. So 
who should wear masks? Well, now, I guarantee, last week, nobody that came into the office, which was maybe a dozen people, wore a mask or gloves. Now, I've had four people in since 11 o'clock this morning. Everybody was wearing masks, and most were wearing gloves. All were given uh, Lysol wipe upon their arrival and departure from my office. And every time I pull a Lysol wipe out, I think, ooh, ooh, I'm uh, starting to run a little bit low. Jesus, frickin' cleaning gear, paper products, cleaning supplies, soaps, hand soaps. We picked up some, Mandy picked up a big order from Target over the weekend and had talked to her cousin who was at a loss because she couldn't buy hand soap. So we got included some in our order and dropped it off to them on the weekend like an essential supply how crazy is that friggin rationing hand soap so these masks are pretty interesting I did have uh, so people majority people are wearing uh, paper masks I have this Merrill thing that was given to me years ago when I was doing this run through Valley Forge Park for charity. A friend of mine had gotten donations of these things. It's kind of like a muffle, a muffler. It's almost like thinner than, I'm gonna say it's t-shirt material. So it's t-shirt material, it's a little bit more elastic. I wear it around my neck right now and I can pull it up like, over my mouth and nose. It's pretty handy, actually. Now, I can breathe easier with it, using it, than I can something, let's say, like a paper mask, which probably speaks to it not being the most effective method. But listen, it's something. It's, it's, it's something. So I had some patients this morning that came in, and they had made, the mother, uh, they had made these custom masks. The mother was pretty prolific sewer, operating a sewing machine as she was big into Girl Scouts and such. So they got these really nice masks and they inside, they put a liner, which is like a, you know, like a filter material. So you got your uh, regular fucking um, material that makes the mask and then it's like a pocket for a filter. But that was pretty cool pretty ingenious. The one thing that I want to mention before I sign off here is going to be a less than a 10 minute podcast is, uh, it's just a thought is that a, I wish I could sew because I would make these masks and B there's a little bit of a problem now that we've incorporated this PPE into our daily lives. And that is that these masks the, we really can't, it's, it's, it's deleting a component of our body um, language, our communication. And so if somebody's smiling or they've got a facial expression, you take their lips out of the equation and their teeth and the smile or a frown or a resting bitch face or whatever it is, you're really inhibiting quite a bit of body language. And so we're going to struggle to determine what people have going on. What are the, how are they regarding us? What kind of communication is happening? And so I recommend we 
custom make these masks out of sturdy material with a flap for like a filter flap where you can increase the integrity and, and replace that if need be. Even put a little piece of tissue in there that'll give you an extra level, a degree of filtration. But you get some Velcro and you put little emoji mm -hmm. faces on there, little emoji expressions. So pretty interesting, I thought, and I'd like to do that. I'm going to make a prototype. I have this entire big glad bag full of these old, uh, brand new t-shirts that I had on my shelves back in the Dr. Drill days where every participant would get a, a new t-shirt and we would sell them and stuff. And so I want to take that material and incorporate some of the graphics. I have some camo shirts and just like people would sew in like a quilted blanket or something like that with t-shirts. You ever see that? We can incorporate this t-shirt material and make like a, a face mask blank and put a little pocket in and put an emoji thing on the front so that uh, something to, to, to show to people. Whether it's just a you know some cartoon lips like the Rolling Stones insignia, or um, a smile, or vampire teeth, or whatever the fuck you want to do, and you just pull that off, and and you're having a miserable day, you put kind of like a a weird emoji look, That's repurposing the emoji concept, pretty cool, huh? Somebody will do it and make a friggin' mint. And if I had a sewing machine, I would do that right now. I might even do it yet. We'll see. Everybody have a, a good day. I'm going to go in and get some chocolate milk. These kids are drinking like freaking, I don't know, $25 worth of uh, this delicious Mennonite chocolate milk. Mm. Oh, yeah, a little gas. Um, they're drinking a shitload of chocolate milk, so I'm going to go in there. I'm heading in. Think about these masks. Get back to me on it. Huh!